So ahead of our FA Cup game on Monday, must remember that now. So so used to sort of saying Saturdays. Um, ahead of our our big FA Cup game on uh, on Monday night, um, Dan from Rovers Chat has very kindly joined me despite some dental issues. Uh, thanks very much, Dan. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. Thank you. Thanks for having us on. Looking forward to this one. It should be a an interesting game, especially with a cup draw expected to be uh, before it. Oh yeah, so does that does that that'll add a bit of spice? Uh, well, it depends who we get, I guess. That potentially yeah. adds a bit of a bit of extra excitement, I guess, doesn't it? Um, so, um, give us just give us a, a brief overview, I guess, from the outside um, of where Blackburn are at the moment, because you know when we look, obviously, since the draw, we've kind of. Uh, try to catch up and we see a team that's sort of struggling for form at the moment but give us the bigger picture around sort of uh, ownership what's the sort of feeling with fans and then the sort of the, the form does that make sense yeah definitely I I think I'll start by saying I don't feel we could be further apart in terms of feelings on the ownership yeah in terms of Wrexham compared to Blackburn for anyone who doesn't know Rovers are owned by uh, basically a bunch of chicken farmers but they're very very wealthy uh, taken over the club in 2010 when Rovers were a Premier League club, made a few, let's say, ill-informed decisions, including second Sam Allardyce, who will everyone will know how key he is to keeping the team in the Prem, or was back then at least. And to be honest, it was seven, I'd say seven or eight years after them taking over, three, four Rovers went from being a stable Premier League club that played in Europe at times, had strikers like Rocky Santa Cruz and Benny McCarthy that People probably remember from Premier League days, the old good Premier League days as everyone knows them. And we got to 2017 and we actually went down to League One and Rovers looked to be in a position where we were sat there genuinely thinking, could we have a club in five years' time? And then a League One season really sparked life back into the club. I think it made people fall in love with Blackburn Rovers again after seven years of losing and getting in a habit. Losing Wrexham fans will know what that habits like I know it hasn't always very been much so yeah <laughs> and you got in that habit of right we've lost this week we'll probably lose next and league one just really made people love it again you know it became this year where we were better than everyone with all respect to them we knew we had better players you just went to games and went we're gonna win this one we're gonna win and it's very rare we didn't but then we had four or five years under Tony Mowbray who, who went on to Sunderland and Birmingham and we kind of sat there when Tony Mowbray left in a position of could this club actually make it back to the Premier League? We got a really exciting young manager, only 45-year-old when he took over, which we all know is quite young, and uh, John Dahl Thomas, and he took over after a really good spell in Sweden with Malmo, and he had a year last year where we missed out on the playoffs by goal difference, which was an incredible year. We'd lost our best striker, we'd lost uh, a captain, we'd lost a right-back that had made 200 appearances and a midfielder that felt like a game-changer we had. So we sat there last year, finished seventh, came back, Back from 3-1 down at Millwall to win 4-3 on the last day. It still didn't make the playoffs in typical Rovers fashion, but we looked into this year thinking, yes, we've lost Ben Brereton-Diaz, who everyone knows from the Chile story and went on to play in Spain, but we're not far off the playoffs. And we sat there in the summer thinking, we could give it a goal this year. We probably won't make it because Leicester and Leeds and all that are in the championship. Yeah. But 
suddenly the owners got it by financial issues where so the owners are based in india and the indian government said you're not sending money to foreign businesses that you are basically and it kind of got in a situation now where every time they want to send money and i don't mean money to sign players i mean money to make sure the lights are kept on hmrc don't come chasing us etc they have to go through the high court to apply for it there's a meeting coming up soon as well and it's kind of took everything of this last five years of rebuild and fan connection back on side and building this real i think we got the family club back we felt like a proper family club and it's just been wiped out in the space of a season and now we're sat here where we've won one game in the last eight i'd say possibly nine and uh, the manager sounds like he wants to leave we can't make signings without sending players out just to give a context of where rovers are at we've loaned our captain our midfielder out to Ipswich town they were at the top end of the table whereas we're struggling with even getting players at the bottom end. So we're in this financial situation where we're essentially sat here going, until one goes, we can't sign. We can't bring money in for transfers because it all goes to keeping the lights on. So you sat in this situation of, I mean, Wrexham comes to Ewa Park on Monday in a case of Rovers want to beat them because one, they're a League Two side and people will see it as championship should beat League Two. But two for a big payday in the next round. I think that's the dream. That's probably why tickets went up to £15 for the away following you're going to bring and we're now in such a polar opposite compared to where we were probably 12 months ago that anyone on the outside will be thinking what on earth's happened to Blackburn Rovers since May because we were really really positive yeah it's uh to put it in short after that long introduction Rovers are in a position of real uncertainty and that's the worst thing in football and you'll feel it around the world I think you'll feel that negativity especially if you can get an early goal well uh, obviously, I, I, I'm kind of going ahead a little bit here. Obviously, I, I'm not going to wish you well for for Monday, but uh, what I can say is that many Wrexham fans um, have had the feelings that you've you're experiencing. You, I don't expect you to know this, uh, but we've been we've been in dire straits before. Um, so, and, and no town or city deserves that especially with you know uh challenges for owners so um we'll wish you the best of luck after this week if you, if you yeah, of course, course you understand that yeah you, you yeah. won't you won't begrudge me that one that that one will you um so um i obviously keenly watched the draw and when the draw came out um that was a bit that i mean i remember blackburn in its peak sort of thing yeah i'm old enough to remember um not that it was that long ago but you know um i remember blackburn at its peak so for me this was a big game um but when i went through social media um obviously it was a bigger game for Wrexham than it is for blackburn there was quite a lot of um uh, I, I would say negativity but there was an anti climax from the from the blackburn yeah. fans even though um, potentially on paper, what you've just said is it, it's it's potentially a route to the next to the next round for you on paper, isn't it? So what 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 did you what sort of sort of feedback did you get about the draw? What, what did you see? Because maybe I just saw different people to you. I think it was that. I think there was a case of you wanted that big payday straight away. Yeah, that's what I think we need. We went down to Chelsea earlier in the League Cup, and everyone got we got Chelsea and we all kind of went, well, we'll get beat, but the club's going to get a lot of money off it. Yeah. And that's kind of where we're at. That, Of course, you want to keep going through because last year we, we had quite a decent cup run. We got we were five minutes away from Wembley. And last year, I think that feeling of, do you know what, every round we got, we kind of got a draw that you looked at and thought, Rovers can go and beat them. We beat Leicester, who were a Premier League team. But people always do that when the draw comes out. We all got we got Cambridge in the third round and everyone went, oh, God, but then you, re you watched it and you're like, 
oh, we're probably going to win. So okay, I think the yeah. feeling with Wrexham was, I think people knew about the fans. I think people knew that you're not just a normal League Two club, you know, whereas Cambridge, we got them and all the Cambridge fans were delighted they were coming to Ewood and yep. really happy. I know they're League One, but I think the feeling was, we're glad we've got a draw that we can win. So yep. That's the main thing. We wanted a bit of a draw where it, it felt a bit more secure. I think we feel a lot more comfortable if we were playing a lower-end League Two side, even a League One side down the bottom because of the plays we to have. But ultimately, I was happy with it. It's not a draw where, well, I say this now, but we're hopefully not going to get battered or embarrassed by losing four or five like we would have if a City had come or a Tottenham. So yeah. I think people... You always build yourself up to a big draw, don't you? You look at your cities and you look at Chelsea, whoever else is left in the tournament. But from what I got, the feeling was it's going to be a better crowd than normal, which will add to the atmosphere. I think people were a bit bothered that we knew we didn't get moved for telly at some point. I think everyone yeah. had just been happy with that 3pm. But yeah, an overall feeling of not the worst draw we could have got. We'd just rather have someone we feel a bit more confident about beating, especially given the recent form. It's kind of been a confidence builder as the cup in recent weeks. It's been the one that we look at and go, do you know what? We'll win that game in the cup. We can give you players a go. This one will be a bit like, we probably need to put a near strength side out to make sure that we don't get turned over in front of everyone. Okay. Uh, I don't expect you to remember, but uh, last year we had a we had a couple of good cup games uh, with Coventry and uh, uh, yeah. Sheffield United side that we ran fairly close at home, um, but uh, their, their sort of class pay, paid away. Uh, but the, I guess the saving grace for you might feel uh, that our away form is nowhere near as strong as we are at home. At home we win. Uh, you know, ninety-seven percent of the games, whereas away we're a we're a, a mid-table sort of side away from home. So obviously that will hob p possibly make you feel a bit better, does it? If, uh, that that it's not somebody who's red hot away coming into the uh, in, in into Ewood as well. I think the worry would be going down to the race course. I think that's yeah. what everyone's worry was. I think especially, you know, you go to again sides that are below you in the league, and when you play them away in the cup, it's. It's a bit more of a day for them, I'd say. I know where you've got that big following, but you play them at home, the atmosphere is building on you. We know what Wrexham's been like. I think everyone's well aware of what it's like down there. My worry is, and I've said it a few times, if if it went to a replay and then we come down to Wrexham on a Tuesday, we kind of sat there like, yeah. this could turn into one of them nights you just want to forget. So, yeah, definitely happy to play at home. Uh, we fancy ourselves at home because yeah. it's our place. Um, now the the early sort of screenshots that get sort of banded around Wrexham fans showed a, um, a a big disinterest. Really, it looked like in the game. Um, now, is that a usual thing of Rovers fans late to buying tickets, uh, or what's the situation? So some of the ones it looked like barely any seats had been sold initially. Um, so what would you, what's your sort of thoughts on that? Of what you can sort of uh, sense from what what you see on your sort of timelines and social media? Yeah, the fan base don't really take to these cup games against lower league side. It's just been a common thing. I couldn't tell you the last time Rovers, even unless you get City, United, Tottenham coming, the crowd's just poor. People don't want to come down, especially again the Monday night, I think. Yeah, just adds killer. a bit to it. Yeah, I think people kind of just see cup games as, well, maybe if we get to the quarterfinal, then, then it's an interest team. until then. Yeah, or a big team. I think if, what people find with these games is if they can find another way to watch it, which everyone's got BBC Wales anyway, they probably will do. Yeah, 
Yeah, um, it was a bit. I thought we were going to struggle to sell our allocation because you very generously. I think you've given us the stand. Uh, yeah, you gave us yeah, seven thousand seats, and I thought, um, despite all the enthusiasm, I thought that we, because of the move to the Monday and kids being in school, etc. Yeah, I thought we'd sort of sell three and a half to four thousand, but. The, the club haven't told us, but the early indications are that there's barely any tickets left. So it looks like we are going to bring north of between five and 7,000. So uh, that away end, obviously, if, if we get an early goal, we'll be, obviously we'll be bouncing. Um, and that would, I guess that would add to the tension then, wouldn't it? Yeah, that's it. I think Rovers have to go into this and shut Wrexham up early. I think that's a big thing. I think when I look at Wrexham, I look at Paul Mullin, who people know can sometimes wind their fans up. James McLean <laughs> You'll know very has a big well. history yeah. with Rovers fans with <laughs> his time at Wigan and he always seems to be the best player in the world when he plays us and that's it. I think Rovers have to go into this game, well one because we're terrible at coming from behind anyway but we've got to come into this game and kind of shut that away following up. If you get an early goal three minutes in it flattens things doesn't it and it really takes the sting out of the game. That's got to be Rovers' plan for me. Go out there Put your strong attackers on and just try and kill a game off before they can even start playing a game. That's ultimately the best way. The worst thing for us could be either starting slow and getting our crowd nervous or letting your fans make a noise. I think if you build yeah, that okay. up. Ewood Park's a strange place when big away fans come. We've reacted well to them in recent years. I always think of Leeds coming to town. Other than this year, we've always had a decent record against Leeds because... I think the home fans really bounce off and are trying to shut an away fans up and yep. trying to shut this away following. And it'll be interesting because the nerves are going to be from our side. If I'm a Wrexham fan, I think I turn up to this game and think, do you know what? We get beat. We've been beat off a championship club. Yeah. If we win, what a day out. What a yeah, massive yeah. following away. So the pressure all feels on our side. And I think it's up to the team, the Rovers team, to kind of take that pressure down. That would be my game plan straight away. Yeah, no, get that totally. So you mentioned a couple of names there of people that you, you that you sort of already know, um, and I'm sure there'll be others. But I'm I'm interested in what 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 are you expecting from Wrexham in terms of sort of style of play, um, you know, it, or you know, I don't expect you to have watched all our games. Have you got any preconceived ideas about how we'll we'll we would set about it uh, because we're pretty. Uh, you know, Phil Parkinson is pretty consistent over the years in how he plays football. Um, so I think we're a typical Parky side. I don't think we're too different to to anything he's done historically. But what what were your sort of expectations about what might turn up? Yeah, you're more than welcome to tell me I might be wrong. I see him as spots with a few Wrexham fans, 3-5-2. Uh, I, I know there's a few big lads, Oli Palmer, Stephen Fletcher, who, again, Rovers fans eight, former Burnley players. So right. I'm expecting if Phil Parkinson's done his homework, Come and batter us on set pieces. We obviously have a history of being bad at set pieces. Have you still got Ben Torza with a yep. throw in? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's great. That's going to cause us all heaven of issues. That's Rovers' main weakness. For me, if I watch Rovers now, I look at us and I go, put that ball in the box, win that first ball, and it could go anywhere. Keeper's not confident at coming for it. We're not the best defensively. I don't think we've many players over six foot two, six foot three. So I'm expecting. What I think people might call a typical League Two side of being big and physical, but yeah. I'm expecting you to just come and actually bring the game on us and not be a club that when most League Two clubs come, they kind of sit back and say, Come on, come yeah. and invite, you know, come and bring the pressure. So I'm expecting to be challenged, I think, is the main thing. I'm expecting the team to actually come and give us a go, which I think makes it better for everyone. It's boring sitting there watching 
a side just sit back against you. I'd rather teams come and get in a face. So, yeah, I'm expecting a physical, you know, well-drilled side as well. And a side, again, that play with freedom because unless you went and got beat 5 or 6 nil, I think you come out of it without any real worries yeah. for me. Yeah. yeah, no fair comment. Hello, everyone. Matthew here. I just want to interrupt and take this chance to tell you about a brilliant Wrexham company that support the podcast, and they are MH Travel North Wales. Mike and Hayley from MH Travel are running a fabulous coach travel business that are intent on making your travel to Wrexham FC away games as painless and enjoyable as possible. With dedicated seating, a lovely 48-seater executive coach which has six exclusive extra legroom seats, dedicated pickup points and a desire to deliver the highest of standards, they really are the best choice for away games for Wrexham FC. Find them on Facebook by searching MH Travel North Wales where you can message them to book your seats and ask questions or go to their website mhtravelnorthwales.co.uk I'd like to thank Mike and Haley for their service when we've used them on a few occasions um, and for being so positive and supportive about our podcast. Right, that's enough from me. Back on with it. So I guess from a Wrexham point of view, um, tell us uh, give, or highlight a couple of players that will be the danger men for us. Um, I guess there's there's one obvious one. I, I, I'm guessing that you will say. I don't know. Uh, and obviously, I don't know about injuries and suspensions and stuff. So you would know uh, you would know that better than me. So there's one obvious one, but I'm sure there's there's others that you could highlight for us if you wouldn't mind. Yeah, the obvious obvious one. I assume you mean Sammy Smadits with his yeah. goals this year. Yeah. Uh, the only issue with Rovers here is that we're not sure what team will put out. I'm expecting we go full strength because we want to give a bit of a performance. So, yeah, Sammy Smodic is the main one in behind the striker. Uh, plays that number 10 role really well. He's more than experienced at League One level as well to kind of play against a side that's a bit deeper and a side that maybe you're trying to play in a different way to what a championship side would. With a lot of talent, I think it's just not worked this year. Oh, no, Sigurdsson on the wing, not too big for CSK Moscow. Uh, playing, you know, scored against Real Madrid, there a video that went round about that. Jake Garrett in the midfield, a really talented midfielder that's young, but really energetic, uh, in your face, but really wants to kind of make an impact on the game. Adam Wharton's probably the midfielder you'll hear talked about, like Alex Scott was from the Championship last right. year into the okay. Prem. Talented player, good with a ball at his feet. Watch, you watch him and he walks around like a bit cocky almost, but... That's just kind of his way of playing, really good at his feet. Uh, there's a lot of talent. I think this Rovers side, the league position doesn't reflect the ability we have on our day, and on our day we could come and blow a team away. I think what you'll find with this team is, for everything we have front of that defence, it's the defence that's the big worry this year, and it's the right. defence that if you get a physical man up against us, if you get, you know, the likes of Paul Mullin, I think Rovers would cope with a bit better than they would with an Ollie Palmer or a Stephen Fletcher, because... We don't like being in the faces. We don't like that. We'll try and play it out from the back, and that's where it's at. So for me, the plays you're looking for are kind of the mid. We play a four-two-three-one, so the two-three-one bit are full of talent. Sam Gallagher's a big lad up top who should be doing better than he is at the moment, and should be confident of putting a showing in. Uh, who else do we play? We play. Oof. Yeah, Sam Gallagher, Harry Leonard's a young striker with a lot of talent that you kind of look at and it feels like they're a year off championship level. So these are the kind of games where we've seen them really excel. We beat Harrogate 8-0, start of the season, because yeah. we like to go out and 
play this football. So, yeah, my three, I'd say, are Adam Wharton, uh, Sammy Smodix, and Arnold Sigurdsson are probably your three that I think could be the difference makers. Okay. Um, obviously, we don't know what the weather's going to be like, but um, we played uh, uh, on a, a, a pretty bumpy pitch away at Newport the other day. Uh, tell us a little bit about your sort of uh, uh, your sort of pitch. Is it generally very good? Yeah, it is. Yeah, we like to play this passing football, so it's been kind of yeah. conditioned for us. Yeah, you you should come and get a good pitch. Don't get me wrong; it'll get it gets hit by the weather in these conditions. That could play its part, but no, you you probably won't struggle if you want to keep the ball on the deck. You you shouldn't have any issues with that. And then just um, as we start to sort of wind up, um, uh, for those people uh, uh, going early-ish uh what's the sort of facilities like around the ground where because i've i've only ever been past once i think past ewood park so i could i've no idea so pubs uh transport that type of stuff is is it near train stations what's the sort of situation normally yeah so if you're coming by train you can never get off at blackman one which is directly in the town center you're about 15 minutes away from ewood uh, in a car, in a bus, whatever you want to get on. Transport from the train station is perfect. You won't have any issues. Uh, you can also get off at Mill Hill Station, which will, is about a 10-minute walk. So both train stations, are, you've got Mill Hill, which is 10-15 minute walk. Blackman train station, 10-15 minute uh, bus or taxi, whatever you want to get. In terms of pubs, there aren't too many. There is one directly opposite the ground called the Furnace, the Hungry Horse. If you ask anyone around the ground, they'll direct you. You can't miss it as you sat outside the away end. Uh, there's the Golden Cup just up the road. So Rovers pubs are quite, you know, quite a lot around the ground. It's quite a good ground, I think, as an away fan to have. Yeah. Uh, you might struggle with the numbers. That might be the only issue that yeah, there's yeah, that yeah. many of you. But uh, no, in terms of that, just I'd recommend if you get there early enough, get in town centre, there's enough okay. pubs, enough food places if you want to get something. But you won't be sure of anything. And I think they've got a fan zone on around the ground. I'd okay. assume they do it. They normally do it for a big following. So. Right. Uh, yeah, I'm sure information will go on Twitter as well. Yeah. We'll always repost anything and send it across to yourself. Perfect. So all that being said, we're set up for this Monday night under the lights, half past seven, I think it is. It's not a 7.45, or have I made that up? It is half past no, seven. No, it's half it? seven, yeah. yeah. I have the same when I check. I have to check, don't you? you have to check, don't you? Uh, we're set up, so we're set up for this game. Um, and I'm, I don't know whether I want your heart to rule your head or what here, but... Um, uh, be as be as kind as you can here, uh, diplomatic. Uh, what do you think score wise? What's what would you put your money on? I'd put it on Rovers to win because yeah. we're going to go full strength. I think that's it. I think if we were doing the normal game, we'd I'd kind of be worried. I just think maybe the quality will tell of us. You know, we've all respect Sammy Smodic's top scorer in the championship. So I'll go for two on Rovers. For me, it's that first goal. Yeah, I think that's such a key thing. Key if Wrexham can get it. I could see him getting three or four against us. If we get it, I think we'll just settle the nerves. I'm expecting a game that both sides will come into it wanting to impress, and I think Rovers might just have that quality. I'll go for 2-1, but maybe, like we say, the added drama of whoever we get in that draw before the game yeah. might just add something. If if we both see Man City away come out on the draw, we might be uh, might be a bit more nervous for it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm really looking forward to it. There's a few, the, uh, you know, the town is going to be exiting in buses. There's about, I think uh, the club have put 18 coaches on so far. 
Um, so um, you'll get at least uh, Wrexham fans will uh, try and contribute to your uh, financial issues is, is what I would That's say at look. least you know um, in that way and I'm, I'm sure we'll try and drink you out of uh, house and home as well but yeah I'm I, I, I would really like us to, to bring this our away form is really really patchy at the moment um, and I'm very respectful of exactly where you are and what you could do on your day to a League Two side, irrespective of yeah. the fact that we kind of have got some League One players um, and we are kind of a little bit above our level. Whether we can keep it up over a season, we'll see. Um, so I'm I'm hopeful of bringing you back to the race course. So I think it's going to be a score draw. I think we might sneak something late when we sort of throw the kitchen sink at it, you know, where we, you know, we will be behind by a goal and we'll load on some, you know, we've got a couple of big six foot three, six foot four strikers, um, you know, Fletcher Dolby as well, um, Palmer. So I think we might even see all them on. Um, and I think we just might, might, might sneak a draw. Um, but um, yeah, let, 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 obviously, let's see. Um, and as I said, I, I, I won't wish you well for this week, but um, we will uh, we will watch on from afar, hoping that uh, your financial issues ease um, following your upcoming meetings. And of course, there's other clubs in the news as well with slightly different issues like Reading, etc. That are uh, uh, it's all too common, unfortunately, nowadays, isn't it? The uh, the issues yeah. with foreign really ownerships. Um, Wigan, Berry, everyone around us as well seems to. It is, and that's the issue. I'm glad, you know, I know there's fans will go on social media about Hollywood honours. It's, it's, I'm just nice to see clubs sorted and have good honours. It's all we want, isn't it, for our club? A, a good yeah. owner and someone who cares about the, the town and the club itself. We're very, very lucky um, in the fact that we've got fully engaged owners who are bothered about the town and the, or the city as it is now and the, and understand that the club is the heartbeat of that, basically. So, um, you know, so we, but we, I say, um, you might not be aware, but go and Google it. We've, we've kind of been in those, you know, we've been in very bad situations. We've nearly lost our club on a couple of occasions. So uh, we're always very sympathetic. We're always some of the first to throw into buckets and fundraising, you know, for, uh, for fans that are, clubs are in trouble so uh, so yeah well i'll wish you the best with that um then we might speak uh, speak in some way shape or form for you later in the week um but yeah th- listen i really appreciate your time uh, uh especially with your uh, your kerfuffle with uh, with dental issues uh, so thanks very much for that Dan. no thank you for having us all the best as well after after monday after the game yeah <laughs> i can of see course. that thanks mate But that's been a football club here since 1864 Trying to do the town or city proud Laying under the massive floodlights of the racecourse ground Shine, you'll hear our cries. Hold our hands up as the Welsh dragon flies. We're loyal supporters on a lifelong journey. We're living hope, a 
I've been telling everyone to listen to me. Someday we will be back in the football league. We've had the best home talent like Joey Jones. At his best, made Mickey T. Di Davis was a druid, he loved Cumbri. And his namesake, Jordan, on a scoring spree. Legends from far feel like Trinidad. We've had great plays, and some who drove us mad. We've seen the lows and the highs Seeing it all unfold right before our eyes We've done it all the wreck some way We'll remember everything on that promotion day I've been telling everyone I I've been telling everyone I know I've been telling everyone who listen to me Someday we will be back in the football league Someday we will be back in the football league Someday we will be back in the football league I've been selling my nephew and my godson I've been selling my dog and the postman I've been selling my mom and dad fees Someday we will be back in the football league Someday we will be back in the football league Someday we will be back in the football league